What it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 60 of Fishing Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDuff. Connor McDuff. Fuck, that was lame. Oh, well. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> we will not be reviewing a Star Wars movie this episode. Sorry about that. We, I do want to thank everybody who got on board for our, our last episode, which was the... Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace Review. Uh, kicking That's off, it, man. Kicking off our huge fucking Star Wars retrospective leading up to The Force Awakens on December 17th. It was a great reception. Um, we've, we've had a lot of people uh, comment and generally liking the whole Star Wars thing, which we're excited about because we just wanted to watch a bunch of Star Wars films. Pretty much. We just kind of wanted to review it. We thought it was cool. We're kinda, we wanted to do it because we were sick of fucking watching shitty, shitty films. But... Excitingly enough, the next few are going to be damn fun to watch. Yeah, Spectre comes out. Oh, uh, we've got a big, we've so got a cute. big finish to the to the year. We've just posted up on our Facebook our review schedule for the rest of the year. Basically, from we've got this week, we've got the last Witch Hunter. Next week, we're going back to Star Wars, and then we've got Spectre, we've got Mockingjay, we've got more Star Wars, more Star Wars, more Star Wars, more Star Wars until fucking the Force Awakens. So much. Oh my god, it's going to be big. And then we're wrapping it up with what we've, has, I guess, become a bit of a fucking tradition. Our Boxing Day tradition, which is just hell, but we are going to do it anyway. We're going to oh, review fuck. every single film fuck. that is released on Boxing Day in the one good. massive episode. What so you've it? got all that to look forward to. Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur. There's the, was it Joy? Joy. Uh, I'm pretty sure Alvin and the Chipmunks movie comes out. Oh, good God. It's going to be an interesting one, but, but you know, we still got Star Wars up until then, so... Can't wait. 10 out of 10. But this uh, this week, we will be reviewing Vin Diesel's new movie. We did a preview on it a little while ago, so it was interesting to come into this world. But um, first of all, I want to talk about... I don't know if we've really... If we've ever covered a Netflix original film, would you say we have? Mm. I I th- I've spoken about Wet Hot American Summer, the series, but not a film, no. The series, yeah. Um, have they had... What, what are... They've had, uh, they've had one more. They've had one before it, and it was about the, the war on drugs or something in Africa. I forget what it's called. Um, Beast of No Nation or something. Never saw it. Neither did I. But um, there is one coming up that I probably will watch. It's Adam Sandler's new film, The Ridiculous Six. Yeah. Um, Adam Sandler has signed a deal with Netflix. The, his next four films will be uh, released exclusively for Netflix. Um, they're producing it. They're doing everything with him and Happy Madison fucking productions or whatever he calls it. So you can see The Ridiculous Six on Netflix on December 11, I believe, but, but you not will not cinemas. see it in cinemas. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty cool in a way. I think it's the new way to go. Um, mm. The trailer, I mean, the movie itself looks fucking stupid. I think it looks... It, it kind of looks cool, like it, like a parrot. I like Westerns. I'm a fan. Mm. But mm. Adam Sandler and the whole crew's back, and I'm like, uh, really? Well, I, just, yeah. I, just know Adam, I, I just know Adam Sandler. Like, I know what it's going to be, you know? Yeah, well, I've gone on record. Like, I don't mind a bit of Adam Sandler. Um, yeah. I actually am really looking forward to this film. And you are? It's, um, one, there's a few reasons. It's a fucking spoof on Westerns, so it looks kind of fun. It's got Terry Crews in it. It's got fucking Rob Schneider's back. 
Um, so apparently they must have wrapped up whatever fucking little argument that Adam Sandler and Bob Schneider were having. Well, he didn't come back for Grown Ups 2 because there was something... Uh, I remember reading something about he was pissed off at, at Sandler for being, you know... You know uh, basically, it, was, it always always being the Adam Sandler show. I thought in, it was just because you know, Ro- there were um, scheduling issues. That's what I read. Apparently, Rob Schneider just said there were scheduling issues. Oh, was, I, I'm fairly sure I read somewhere that they were having this. But either way, I like, to, time, I like to make drama. In my spare time, I looked that up. <laughs> and I, and I, looked at, and I, I found out. You're like, I, I, I hope that Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler are still friends. Fuck. No. I just I like Rob Schneider more than I like Adam Sandler. Well, I I do too, and that's and that's a big reason why I'm excited for this film because he's you know got that that classic sort of Mexican look that um it, yeah. it just suits him so well with <laughs> that shitty that shitty mustache. But the thing that made me fucking laugh the most, and I watched it over and over and over when watching through that trailer, is Taylor Lautner as like. Just, so, I don't even know. Hit? He's just a he's dumb like a, shit. He's like a hillbilly. <laughs> just farmer kid, yeah. <laughs> There's like when they're showing all the six of the you know, the ridiculous six and they're doing all those zoom-ins, it's like Terry Crews, Luke Wilson, Rob Schneider, and then the zoom-in on him just like looking <laughs> looking into the distance with this dumb-ass smile That's on his face. That's your cover photo on Facebook, I think. Is that oh, funny? it is. It just made me smile, man. That is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. And it's just like, it's it's probably, you know, the trailer will be funnier than the film, I'm sure. But it's just, it was enough to make me, like, I literally watched that trailer over and over just to yep. see that part again. Um, what I want to talk about is that it, I think it's, it's interesting that this is, you know, a, a fairly big film or it's not a huge film but like it's a it's a big roster of actors coming in for a straight to on-demand film yeah they'd be getting paid a shitload oh absolutely netflix would be throwing so much money at sandler and the rest you know all, all these guys would be getting so much for it the thing i find funny is like you know if you uh, the, the straight to dvd thing was kind of a curse like if you are making a straight to dvd movie it's probably a b-grade piece of shit you yeah. know what i mean whereas the fucking times are changing, man. Like, now we're looking at a straight to on-demand where, you know, it's probably going to be a big thing. It's probably going to be quite an event. You know, this is this is going to become more of a, a, a regular occurrence because everybody is getting Netflix now and people are less and less going to the cinema because they have these films at home. I mean, I think the difference is, though, like... Uh, realistically, a Netflix original has a lot of integrity behind it compared to something like where it goes straight to DVD, where it's just immediately out for distribution. Like, oh, absolutely, Netflix. Yeah. Like Netflix are top of the line. They are the closest, I think, to picking out the best content, um, like the best original, brilliant narratives next to HBO. HBO still does it better. I genuinely think HBO does it better they do oh, band of brothers HBO's, yeah you know HBO. they've got they've got everything they, they're doing game of thrones like they know what's up you can't beat yeah. hbo but netflix is a close second and i think like that integrity um is going to stick through while it's an adam sandler film the fucking adam sandler guys the, the netflix guys love adam sandler by the way they like oh, they do like, he's got everything on his everything all his on shit there. is on netflix yeah um and they would be paying him a shitload i'd, I'd probably say that's because of that deal that he signed with them yeah, I mean, but they're paying a shitload to do it. But I think the thing is, you know, it's funny as well because Adam Sandler's humour has never evolved from what it is. It's always been the same. Yeah. But the way his distribution has consistently evolved, like he's always, 
he's always taking the next step into the right way to distribute what he's doing. Um, yeah. And this is another step in the right direction. However, like Adam Sandler films fucking kill at the movies. Like Adam Sandler films kill at the cinemas. And I think one of the, honestly, I think one of the main reasons is like your average Joe consumer goes in Adam Sandler directly associated with funny movie, sort of inappropriate, not inappropriate enough that my kids can't see it. I'll take all yeah. my, I'll take my 10 and 12 year old kid to go see it. They can sit in the cinema and shut the fuck up for five seconds, you know? And I think, <laughs> and I think honestly, I think taking the Adam Sandler films out of the cinema might bode badly for him a little bit. I, I, mm-hmm. I think, I think it, I think it might be an issue a little bit. I think if he did a dis- uh, if he distributed the, the films to the cinemas and Netflix, probably a really great idea, you know? Those people yeah, who yeah. who watch films at home aren't the same people who are gonna go watch it in theaters on like, you know, the the if I mean if you're gonna watch an Adam Sandler film with your family, you're probably gonna watch it in the movies. Like that's the whole thing. I this yeah, is this true. is from experience and you would I'm sure you'd agree as someone who worked at the cinema. Pa- families go in to see a movie that they can tolerate and that their kids yeah. will watch and shut the fuck up. And the they hardest have, audience yeah, yeah. to please is 10 to about 13 years old. Like that's the hardest yeah. audience. They're too young and dumb to watch anything inappropriate, anything MA, but they're too old to be entertained by the likes of the Blinky Bill movie. Like they need, <laughs> they need something in between. And so Adam Sandler, honestly, every time a movie and Adam Sandler film comes out, you know, that's the go-to for all these families. Every time Pixels came out, every kid, like every dad and his four kids, because he didn't pull out, went and saw the Adam Sandler film. And I think he, <laughs> you take those you take those out, you put them on Netflix, this dad's going to come in with his four kids. He's going to be like, what the fuck is there to watch? I heard there was an Adam Sandler film out. Where is it? And we're going to be yeah. like, well, sorry, it's on Netflix. Stay at home. I think I agree with you with the in terms of the family stuff for sure. Yeah. But I guess the other end of the spectrum is, you know, uh, Adam Sandler's fan base is, you know, breaking by the day. Like it's getting less and yeah. less and less, even though he's still vastly popular. Most people tend to hate on Adam Sandler. And um, I guess the, the, the plus of having it on Netflix is, you know, people of our generation, I guess, don't have to go out to the cinema, spend extra money to go see a movie that they probably will hate or think that they will hate. Whereas if it's on Netflix, you know, a lot of, there's a, there's actually a lot of people I know who have exhausted their Netflix library. They've watched oh, so much exactly. shit and they, and you know, it's like all of a sudden there's this new Adam Sandler film on there. Uh, fucking, I hate Adam Sandler. But you know what? Just for a laugh, let's have a watch. Then they watch it. They really enjoy it. And then all of a sudden, you've got a bunch of people back on the Adam Sandler bandwagon. You know what I mean? Um, it could go that way. I don't know if it will. But I think that could be the positive. I, I, I think it is a bit of a weird choice to not put anything in cinema for the next four movies. Like this movie in particular... Ridiculous six with its cast. Yeah, especially with Hateful Eight coming out. Oh my god, it would kill it, man! It would go so well. Yeah, I think it's interesting. You know, times are changing, and um, and this will become a, a much more popular thing. There's going to be a lot more, you know, uh, made for Netflix films now, uh, which actually excites me a lot because I'm more of a film guy than a TV guy. So it's it's good to see that they're getting the this sort of caliber into make um 
original films as well. So yeah, it's exciting. Uh, the only the only thing I would I it, it does scare me though that you know it will potentially you know kill cinema because I don't want that to happen ever. Um, yeah, because there is, I, I was love thinking cinema. about it the other day. There is just such a such an exp- like a great feeling about seeing a film with your friends. You know, like still I work yeah. in the movies. I yeah, do it every yeah. week, and it's still yeah. it's a good time. It's a really good time. It's- there really is no other way to see a film than in a in a especially if you've got a group of good friends together um, in a dark room with strangers. But it's um it, it's just you know the immersion that of the big screen for me. Um, like I there's a lot of films if I miss them in the cinema I probably won't watch them because I will get distracted when I'm at home. I, and you don't want to spend thirty bucks on a movie. But saying that a film like an Adam Sandler film does well on that Netflix uh, style like. You know, on-demand shit. I generally am looking for comedy, or yeah. or horror, which you know. Oh, the can... horror! The horror list, by the way, on Netflix is trash. Even I think it's bad. I'm sorry. Oh, Netflix it... is rubbish. But um, Stan, Stan's where it's at for for horror and genre fans. You need to get Stan. There's so much Stan's good shit good, on there. They just, yeah, I I really enjoy it. I actually like Stan better at the moment because I'm more of a genre fan. Um, they got a lot more movies, and they've just released Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh. Um, which I gotta watch that. Is fucking nuts. It's is so it good? good. It's so good. Is the whole thing out? No, no. They're doing it episode by episode, so every Sunday. Oh, that's dumb. I don't like that. Yeah, which I th- I thought they would bring out the whole thing, but in some ways, I'm I'm happy that um um it's getting trickled out because it it makes me more excited. I'm don't. excited for Sunday. I think yeah. I think the development I think the development of of how film and and television is going is like you know online content. It's expected we're paying a subscription, like we're giving you money to watch these films. And so pretty much, you know, I would expect them to give me all of it. It's kind of like, because mm. there's more than, okay, this is an example. You pay $10 a month for Stan. There's eight episodes of Ash vs. Evil Dead. They're uploading it once a week. Therefore, if you, and say you bought it just because I'm going to, get it just for Ash vs. Evil Dead, Right. So that yeah. means I'm paying, if I bought it today... 10 bucks an episode. Which is yeah. silly. I'm paying $10 for the service of being able to stream. Stream these films. It's a convenient service. Don't fuck it up. And I feel like that's a step in the wrong direction. It sh- all the content should be up straight away, the full season. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point? Well, well the difference between Stan and Netflix is, is Stan didn't make... Ash versus the Evil Dead. It's being it being shown on stars, I think stars in in America, like the TV station. So right. it's actually being released as right. a, okay. like a, a weekly yeah. TV thing. Okay, so that's f- okay. I'm yeah. sorry. It's like Walking Dead, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do I do hear what you're saying though. Like I I actually expected it to come out in one big batch because. Me and um, some of my mates were going to binge watch it on Halloween. That's when it got released. Um, And then we were like, oh, well, there's only one episode. So we better go to like a haunted house or something instead. But anyway, let's move along. I want to start talking about The Last Witch Hunter, um, Vin Diesel's latest outing. Would you like to hit us with a uh, plot summary? So The Last Witch Hunter follows the character of Vin Diesel, played by Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel does Vin Diesel things (laughs) like kill enemies and drive nice cars. Um, classic Vin Diesel. No, it follows some motherfucker who pretty much Vin Diesel plays every other time. And he's starts off medieval times, him and his band of misfits, they're going to kill the witch in the big witch tree. I'm going to call it the witch tree. It's this huge <laughs> the fucking, tree. it's the witch's lair. 
huge tree. They go in, they're getting fucked up. Vin Diesel uh, kills the witch. As he's about to kill the witch, the witch puts a curse on Vin Diesel that says his curse is that for the rest of his life, he's he's immortal. He can't die. He's immortal. His family's yeah. dead, so he lives forever. And so the whole film, like, he, you know, comes to present time, of course, God forbid we ever make a fantasy film set in medieval times anymore, whatever, I'm not, I'm not upset. And he's a witch hunter, so he goes around, he's hunting witches, but he doesn't kill them anymore. He hunts them down, he captures them, and then he takes them to the Axiom Cross, which is this band of priests, pretty much, that judge what the witches have done in their punishment, and, and they get incarcerated. So this, all the witches, he takes them in, they get incarcerated, they get sent to this jail. Uh, blah, 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 all this shit happens. There's a super bad witch that wants to bring back the witch queen that Vin Diesel killed originally, so he does all the rituals and shit, and then he brings back the Witch Queen, who it turns out is brought back because um, they still have the heart of the Witch Queen, so the Witch Queen was never dead, and the Witch Queen stays alive because Vin Diesel stays alive, so the heart of the Witch Queen is actually Vin Diesel's heart, they share the same heart now from the curse, so he wasn't actually cursed, he was actually put, the, it was put on him so the Witch Queen could live, and then Vin Diesel finds out, and then he kills the witch that's brought back, um, his protege Elijah Wood gets fucked up because um, he turns to be a baddie. Some some discount Anna Kendrick is there just being annoying the whole time. Discount Anna Kendrick. <laughs> um, Michael Caine's in it. He's dead for most of the film. And then he comes back to life. Uh, and then at the end, Vin Diesel goes to kill the heart. And she's like, no, wait, we need it. Because at this one time when I had a vision, there were worse things than the witch. So we need to keep it to fight the worst things. Franchise! Woo! Can't wait for another fucking one of these. The end. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess we should start off with Vin Diesel. Like, um, what did you think of the big man? I, he was fine. He played Vin Diesel. I didn't expect him to be anything but Vin Diesel, and I wasn't disappointed because my expectations were exactly where, where I put them. He just plays himself. He doesn't do anything. Just walks around, talks sternly, looks sternly. He's a badass. Does the same thing in Riddick. Does the same thing in Fast and Furious. Like it's not new. And the pacifier. Yeah, absolutely. Do you feel? Do you feel like he suited the role? No. <laughs> but I mean, it's his movie. The whole movie is based off his Dodgers and Dragons character that he played. Like, it's. I. I didn't even think about it to be honest, knowing that. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it is actually. He's a huge. Is that, D- is that where it came from? Yeah, he's a huge D and D fan. <laughs> That's awesome, but um, kind of lame at the same time. That yeah, I. Well, he he did executive produce it and all that sort of rubbish, so you can never never be sure. This when is that's his the movie, deal. man. Like, this is he's like, look, I want to play a fucking fantasy character. Like, I want to swing a sword. I want to be a badass. His money, and it's work. Yeah, that was always my biggest. Um, I guess qualm when when seeing the the trailer was I just I just can't see him with a sword it just like he he did look kind of cool when he was back in the day and he had the beard and he was you know hunting the witch down through that fucking witching tree that you've named yeah that was cool but later on when he's just you know modern day witch hunter man he's just he's just not it just doesn't suit it for me I don't know what it was like I I like Vin Diesel and I like I like seeing Vin Diesel play Vin Diesel like you're saying um but it, it just, I never for once really believed that he embodied that character. No, yeah, I get what you mean. But I think a big part of that is the fact that that script that he, that he was, like, they have written was absolute shit. 
Like, oh, it's trash. Oh my god, it's I was trash. laughing so much the whole way through it. I mean, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not as if it tarnished the film where I couldn't, I couldn't sit there and enjoy the fantasy because honestly, I haven't seen a fantasy in ages. It was a nice refresher. It was refreshing seeing a bit of fantasy. But holy fucking god, that was so bad. Like, there was no they they. It's like they did the first like the rough of the the script and handed it in. Like everything that happens, Vin Diesel says. He's like, like, like <laughs> a cup right. drops on the floor and he's like, why did this cup drop on the floor just now? Like, that is honestly <laughs> how he talks. What happens? Like, he's like, oh, we have to find out. Like, it's obvious why they're doing something and he's still like, we have to find out why they are doing yeah. this because of this. Like, that's really, honest to God, that's how they talk in it. Yeah, they hold your hand a lot throughout it. My biggest problem was like, because they, they set up a pretty decent world. I was I was pretty... I liked the. I liked it too. I, liked, I thought it was it was very it was fantasy like it was it was fantasy. Yeah, so I liked I liked the fantasy setup of it. I liked that you know this guy was you know made immortal. He's been around for eight hundred years or whatever it is. He's still killing witches. Witches are among us in this world. Look, it's this movie is basically Constantine. This movie is basically Blade. This you know there's there's countless other films that have done this underworld, yeah. Resident Evil. There's all this shit living with us and there's one person who's there to fucking sort it out his name is wesley snipes i mean fucking uh vin diesel but he's it's it's just the same thing over and over but i'm okay i've never seen witches done before and i've kind of got like a bit of a fascination with witches because i feel like they could be really scary and i thought that they were going to really play with how scary fucking witches could be in the this witch film. queen was pretty fucking freaky deaky man like she, man the, the witch queen is badass her production design that was fucking yeah. sick she was yeah, cool as yeah. hell her little um, buddy though yeah. oh Ooh. my god right her little buddy the 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 one that kind of the one that does all the work the whole way through it and how he just gets totally fucked like immediately like vin diesel just throws a knife into the lead oh, antagonist the fat guy yeah. The fat guy, Belial. I was like, I was like, what the shittest fuck? Shittest villain ever. Knew nothing about him. He was so dis- Fucking like, hell, man. I don't understand. Well, he was made out to be such a badass as well, because he kind of yeah. just rocks up and sorts shit out, you know, when he goes to get his, um, uh, well, hold on. I want to I talk about, like, when we were talking about the script, I, my biggest problem was that they, they set up this world that's inhabited by witches, and then they also go on to talk about fucking dreamwalkers and all this sort of thing. And I, when we were previewing this film, I I was quite excited about the whole being able to jump between um, yeah. planes and, and dreams and all that sort of thing. It, it starts to get really convoluted because it's like they can't make up their mind whether they want it to be about witches or fucking dreamwalkers. And it's yeah. like all of a sudden only some people have fucking dreamwalking. There's only one. Oh, and it's just it just gets real messy. And then... Yeah, talking about villains, like, the big baddie is the Witch Queen, obviously, because she's fucking cool. Um, she's probably the best thing about this film in terms of how she looks and what she's, she short, sort of does until later in the film, which we'll talk about when we get to. But then, for most of the movie, we've just got this fat idiot, fucking Belial is apparently his name. I didn't even know that. I've just, I'm reading I that off IMDb either. right now. But he just sort of rocks up and bees a bit of a fucking pain in the ass and stops Vin Diesel from going into the dream world and blah, 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 and finding out information that he needs to, 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 ha- to hunt down the apparently coming witch queen. So this, this fat guy's whole purpose is that he's there to fucking revive the witch queen. 
but he's kind of made out to be a bit of a badass and and somebody who can contend with fucking Vin Diesel until the Witch Queen comes and it's it's convenient for us to just to kill him off. He lit like Vin Diesel literally turns. And, throws an and knife shoots him or does something, and it, it just like tur- like as if he just swats him off like a fly. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how is that a good way to build a villain? That's just fucking stupid. And then and then the witch queen comes in, and I'm like, fuck yeah, she's cool. She was cool at the start, and she's pretty fucking boring. Like she's cool as fuck. Like I reckon she's the best. Like I was like, holy shit, that is badass. But like, I don't know. She kind of just loses. Like, Vin Diesel just starts whacking yeah. her with a sword. Like, that was really disappointing. It was cool that he throws up, like, the the lighter fluid and he just whacks it with his sword. His sword's on fire. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. There were moments of this film that I did enjoy, though. Like, I mean, I still thought some some moments where he where he wakes up from getting drugged by that other witch um, and the henchmen are carrying him out. He just fucks him up. Like, he throws one into a door. Oh, I thought it was sick. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, that was fun. I just yeah, wish there was, was cool. more of that. And I also wish the script wasn't so shit. Man, that script really did it for me, hey. That was a that was a tough one. Like, there was definitely some fun fun action sequence and kills and stuff. And, like, when you're talking about the Witch Queen as well, like, the way that she's killed is just, in the end, really simple. And it's... it's I, I, actually, I actually was very scared that when, when he when she's revived in that fucking tree in, you know, our time and he kills the fat guy, I thought he was going to pretty much kill the queen there. I was kind of happy that she got away and, you know, started to fuck some shit up before he comes back and gets her. But then he just... Yeah, like the flies. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Really, really cool. Like, all that shit. I I wanted to see more of this witch's power. Like, I wish half of this film was, you know, instead of, like, just the last last quarter it should have been a whole half of film just showing how fucking mad this witch is and you know how the hell is is vin diesel gonna kill her like i never for a second thought that he couldn't kill her like he's killed her before we've seen it happen (laughs) like even though her heart wasn't destroyed all he had to do then was stab stab her through the fucking um you know stab her with a sword and that's how she died so that's what happens again he just she kills elijah wood which oh, fuck, we got to talk about him in a sec. But um, he kills Elijah Wood, and then then she's like, "I'm going to fuck up the world." And then he's just like, "Hold on, my daughter and wife are really cool. They want me to kill you." Okay, fucking here's a here's a sword in the, in the heart. Fucking you know why didn't yeah, you do that? Yeah, that was start? that was like, cringy. Like she was she was such a a good fight before that, and and then he can just throw a sword at her, and she you know like she's deflecting swords earlier like what the hell like that's why i liked her so much i was like she's actually a good villain up against vin diesel yeah i i was uh, thoroughly enjoying that and and a lot of a lot of parts in this film i think they had a lot of pot- this film had a lot of potential but let's move on to elijah wood because there is never a time i can look at him bar lord of the rings he's just creepy man like he's just so creepy and in this film, yeah, he's just so creepy in this as well. Oh, man. man, Elijah Wood was fucking horrible in this movie. Can I? Yeah, d- do you he, agree with me? Yeah. I, th- I think he was just the worst. And I don't mind Elijah Wood. I've liked him. He is a creepy motherfucker. He definitely does creepy well. And he does hobbits well. But he doesn't do anything else very well. He In this, he just didn't... He was just worried the whole time. He just... It was just, ah, oh, and it was and cringeworthy. He, You're talking about cringing. I was cringing. When looking he revealed at him. to be to be a baddie, I was not like, I was Surprised. not shocked. I was just like, yeah. yep. I mean, like, 
because I didn't believe it at first. I thought he was going to be like like his bud, like his partner in crime, and I was pretty keen for that because I like Elijah Wood as well. He's creepy, but he's cool. Um, but mm. then, but then this girl comes in, Anna Kendrick comes in, and I'm like, right, well, you can't have two protégés. They can't make up. They can't make up their mind who they want him to buddy up with in this film because yeah. at first we have Michael Caine, which I fucking loved. I thought Michael Caine was great. And yeah. I would have just loved to have seen a whole film of him getting his fucking Alfred on. Well, it's to, fucking Michael Caine. I mean, like, you can't... Yeah. You can't lose. Yeah, getting getting his Alfred on to fucking, you know, Vin Diesel's Batman. But it would have... It just worked. Even that first scene where they, they're talking to each other and, you know, he's talking about retiring and all that sort of thing. I was like, man, they actually have some chemistry here. Like, this is this is cool. I'm, I'm, I'm into this. I'm, I like this, this buddy up. And then we get Elijah Wood, and I'm like, I started, I'm like, okay, cool, like Elijah Wood, I don't mind him. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with this. They literally go nowhere because he instantly picks up another buddy because Elijah Wood is fucking shit, and they go and get fucking Chloe something or other from Game of Thrones, who I don't mind. I sorry, no, her character's name is Chloe. Her name is Rose Leslie. I don't mind her. She's okay. I've seen her in Game of Thrones. She's great in that. I've seen her in a movie called Honeymoon. She was fucked up in that. It's a sh- crazy b-grade horror um it's good to see her hitting some you know big big budget fucking hollywood shit she just gets nothing to work with in this film she's she's put in basically the damsel in distress role she is given some fucking rubbish rubbish dialogue which is just over dramatic the way it's directed is over dramatic she fucking there's a bit where she's talking about you know when she's younger and she literally like turns away from vin diesel it like Oh, when I was younger, me and my brother did this, blah, 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 blah. And it was, oh, it was just like, what are you doing? And it's like they're trying to set up, there's like some sort of romantic spark between them, but they never explore that. They never even hint at it. They fucking- Yeah, they never, they never <laughs> do. I'm kind of happy. I'm fi- I just, I mean, like, you know how I feel about romances in films? Like, like, cause she's so forced in the, immediately, um, like you said. Yeah. And I was like, just don't. Like, that would be, that would make me mad. I wouldn't care. Well, I probably wouldn't care when I watched it. But yeah. I mean, like in hindsight, I'd be like, fucking hell, like another one. I'm glad they didn't. But I mean, she's there and it's obvious is what bothers me. Like, I'm like, it's these two obvious people- that they mean for her to be. Yeah. It obvious is because he even there's even a part where Vin Diesel. No, she says like, oh, something like nobody would miss me. And he's and he's like, I would. And it's like, I know yeah. it could be like, yeah, you're just good buddies. But like, it's it's just done. And especially the ending, the ending definitely hints at. You know, he stick. He does what she says. Yeah. You know, he, whatever. Heart, and it's just yeah. fucking... Ugh. And, like, she does... She's not bad. Not, like, by any means, she's just not given the right fucking material. It's just I don't stupid. think anyone is. The script is really awful. It's an awful, awful script. It's hard for anyone to read except Vin Diesel because I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel had a... I'm sure he had a big part in that script. Like, he was like, yep, this is what it's got to be. He got to wield a sword, so I don't think the guy gives a fuck. He just made a bunch of money playing another <laughs> badass. Like, honestly... Uh, spinning around that sword was just like, oh, God, put the I sword know. down. I was mate. keen... I'm keen to see... Honestly, I would love to see, though, a fantasy film set in medieval times, like, about witches and shit that takes itself seriously, oh, yeah. shot by yeah. a decent director. And, like, that's the thing. You never... Like, they seem to be mutually exclusive. You get a fantasy film... And it's shot like shit. You get a fantasy film, and for some reason, set in modern times. You get a fantasy film. There's no fantasy. Like I, I love to see something just well made, like a well made fantasy film. 
Mm. You know, like I'd love that. Yeah, I don't have the. I don't really have a problem with it being being set in our time. Um, I think it's it's kind of cool. I probably would have preferred it if it just stayed back in the you know, the ages. But this movie, this sort of film, it these are the sort of films that always get me excited. They're the, like I've already named off a bunch of them, like Blade, uh, Resident Evil, Underworld. That I like these ideas. I Frankenstein was another one I remember being super excited for, but they just never hit the mark. They've got they've got something so cool about it. Like this movie could have just been badass. Like Blade actually the Blade trilogy is pretty good. And this doesn't even come close to Blade. Blade was badass. This doesn't feel as badass or even scary as it should because they try to give it a little bit of a horror feel. And it just definitely falls short of that. I actually, um, one of my mates, he has a mate who did some of the CGI on this film. Oh, really? And they both had seen another, a longer cut of this film, which was more horrific. It went more into the backstory of, you know, our fat friend, the bad guy. Um, so he's he's actually more sinister. Um, and they go more into um, Chloe's power of dream, dream walking and all that sort of shit. And when I went and seen the movie with him and he was telling throughout at the end of the film, he's like, man, they cut so much shit out of this film to the point where it doesn't make any sense. And that's why you and me are sitting here being like, this script is fucking horrendous. Like, because they've cut out the fucking exposition that we needed. (laughs) And like, I, I needed more horror in there because there was one, there was one scene, um, where the, the blind black guy comes out of his, um, out of his shop and you know the fat bad guy rocks up and does something to him and um in there was like a brief moment of like the the alleyways quiet you know the guys like kind of freaking out a little bit and i was like and then i, I realized i'm like this movie's actually supposed to be scary yeah it's meant to no. have a horror-esque like that which is pretty no. terrifying man She's pretty spooky. The the witch itself is scary, but they don't really make her scary. Yeah, they don't though. make her scary. Like, so I'm saying, like, they could have they could have really made her fucked up. She could be like one of the greatest villains ever, but she's not. Yep. Because they've they've just fucked it. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. like, within saying all this, I still had a good time watching it. I think I was in a pretty good mood that night, to be honest. And I I came out of it, and my reaction was, eh, actually, no, it wasn't. Well, it was more like, uh. Eh. That was kind of my reaction. <laughs> that was kind of well. That's another like. thing they don't really talk too much about Chloe's dreamwalking abilities, which is another thing they apparently cut out. But I and which is something that is so fucking important to the film because the ending, which doesn't work for me, because you know they how he doesn't um, destroy the heart. the heart. Yeah. The whole fucking purpose of this film is he's been hunting that heart down he so he can do destroy it. it. And he doesn't do it because some fucking chick says, oh, I've seen something bad. I've seen something worse than these yeah. witches in, in the darkness. We need to see that. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feel that. All I felt is like, he's killed the queen witch. He needs to fucking finish this. Like, he, I, I know that he doesn't want to keep living. He's fucking done. He wants to get out of this shit. And she's like, oh, we need you around. Um, and that was another thing. The whole fucking, the priest's, with their deceiving him by not destroying the heart and keeping him around. I didn't, I didn't go with that. Did that, did that work for you? Yeah, I got that. I kind of like that to be honest. Like they're not, they're kind of just this, they're just, it's just sort of like sticking it to the man, you know, 
It's like, no, like they're just using him. I like that. I actually thoroughly enjoyed that. He's so good at his job. Like they've got an immortal. No shit. I didn't believe that fucking Michael Caine was using Vin Diesel for a second. Like they're yeah, best buds. Yeah, I didn't believe that. And, and, and then, and then for him, Vin Diesel to find out that he's been deceived by his best bud and then still be best buds with him at the end of the film. It's like, fuck off. Like, no. What is the purpose? Like, I guess the whole reason that they're not telling him is so, you know, he doesn't kill it and then die off and they have nothing to kill these witches with. But man, I didn't think he was that badass. Like, I'm sure there's fucking mercenaries and shit out there that could kill witches just as well as Vin Diesel's character. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's a little silly. I read, I would really like to see a longer cut of this, though. Would really would. Like- well, that's what I mean. I think we would be filled in with a lot of stuff. I can understand why they've cut it down. It was fairly longish already. It was nearly two hours, but you'd think like you'd at least get to that two-hour mark if they're going to cut some shit down. But don't cut out the stuff we need to see. I, I needed to see what she saw in the dark to understand why he wouldn't kill that heart because I... He, that's his whole goal and she's only new on yeah. the scene like if Michael Caine if Michael Caine came in and said no actually you can't do that because there's worse stuff out there that I could understand because Mike, Michael Caine I believe any fucking word he says maybe if they but, stab the heart he becomes like a part of the tree and like he like bark covers his entire body and he just becomes this giant walking tree um, and he starts to fight all of the evil and he loses all of his ability to talk, um, except for three words. And he meets Chris <laughs> Pratt are, in space and a raccoon. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a prequel to Guardians of It's a prequel to Guardians of Galaxy. People don't understand that. <laughs> Marvel pulled a sly on us, folks, and none of us, no, none of us knew. I got you back. Oh, shit. I actually really didn't like this film. <laughs> just realizing because I, when watching it, I was actually enjoying it. I really liked, um, so, like I think the be- the best thing about it was that it was just a cool world. Um, and Michael Caine. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready to wrap it up. You ready to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Pretty much, I thought this film had some good moments. I really liked the witch. Honestly, that's all I cared about. That witch was badass, man. She was cool as mm. fuck. She was terrifying, and I think like her being part of this tree was cool, and that like them sharing the heart was enjoyable. But the script was trash, and the acting was pretty terrible as well, from Vin Diesel. But Vin Diesel doesn't act. Um, anyway, I <laughs> I give this film I give this film two two out of five. Meh, still had a good time, but meh. Well, for having a good time, that's a pretty pretty low score. I just know that the good time wasn't from the film. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you. This, I'm sure at some point there was a decent script attached to this from what my mate was telling they've cut out. It's, it's just, I can't understand. I just can't understand what they were thinking to cut out all this, this great, well, you know, I don't know if it's great, but like all this stuff that could really solidify a lot of the shit that I have problems with in in this film. Vin Diesel is okay. He's, he's like you said, just playing Vin Diesel. Apparently he was stoned most of the time on this film and my mate was laughing at one point and and after the after the movie he was saying yeah i could tell that what that was a point where he was just high as a fucking kite <laughs> i just expected a little bit more from this movie i i don't i can't say that i expected a heap but i just expected because they set up such a cool world that they would run with it and it shouldn't be that hard once you've established that because that's half the battle these days is, is to give us something fresh, like you were saying. Give us something that we don't really see too much anymore. And that's fantasy stuff. 
And it's just, it's disappointing that they aren't able to to take that and run with it. Like I said, I, I don't particularly have too much of a problem with any of the the acting or anything, really. It's just that the material that they've been given is just absolute rubbish. And it's a fucking crime that Michael Caine isn't used as much as he should have been in this film because he and Vin Diesel had good repertoire and I would have loved to have kept going with him. He had more chemistry with Michael Caine than he did with that chick. I could stop laughing at Vin Diesel calling Michael Caine a kid though. That was dumb. Oh man, it was really cool to start with. Like, it was a funny, like, oh, yeah, that's right, he's 800 and he's calling Michael Caine, you know, one of the fuck, the kid. ancient ones, yeah. a fucking kid. But he says it every time. It's like, you had a good thing and you just go on and fucked it. Yeah, good work, Vin Diesel. Kid, kid. It's like, shut up, we get it. Another thing I, I, I think needed to be established earlier, um, just before I wrap this up, was he needed to talk about his sword earlier. Because it's not until the end of the film that he comes out and talks about how it's called how the Witch Hunter or fucking whatever it's called. Yeah, it would have been cool seeing him hunt witches as well. Yeah, just some random ones around the yeah. place. Like fucking with his, with his fucking flame sword. Like I don't need to see any other weapon other than a flame sword. Like that's fucking cool. They had, they had it. That's what I mean. They had it. They had it there. And they fucking let it go. Uh, two out of five as well. Two out of five? GG. Yeah, two out of five. What are we watching next week, Fish? Mate, we are back to Star Wars next week. I don't know, is it a better film? I haven't seen episode two in a long time. Um, Don't don't ask these questions to me. I can't give you an answer, okay? (laughs) Just wait. Uh, We will, yeah, we're back on the Star Wars train. We're going to review episode two, uh, Attack of the Clones. Yep, that's it. what it's called? The one with Yoda kicking some ass. That's all I remember from it. So that's going to be exciting to get back onto Star Wars. I hate sand. It's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere. Sorry, that's a line from the film. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually, I'm really keen to get back back into it because last week I almost went straight from Phantom Menace straight into Attack of the Clones because I was like, oh, I'm I'm on this this Star Wars run right now, but I didn't want to watch it too early (laughs) because... Trying to review it a few weeks from now wouldn't have been uh, a good thing. A good thing. But um, yeah, nah, look, I'm keen to get back into it. And then after that, we're going to take another break, get into some fucking 007 and some Mockingjay, where we're probably going to get blind ass drunk Woo! like we did last time. So hyped. It's going to be fun. So, so good hyped. times ahead, guys. But please, yeah, keep commenting on our shit. Put your opinions down on, on, on The Last Witch Hunter, on all the Star Wars films. We we want your opinion. We want to bring we want to bring your thoughts into the podcast like we have been able to in the last few episodes. But until then, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Play the music, fish. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fishing Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film The Last Witch Hunter, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Paint It Black is performed by Kiara. I could not foresee this thing happening to you. If I look hard.